drum roll, please. Um, wouldn't it be great if all companies uh, had the following vision? We make t-shirts to employ people. That is the vision at Spectrum Designs. And welcome um, parents and professionals and anyone really who's raising or working with children with special needs. I'm Shantae and I'm a special needs parent and I'm also the founder of Parenting Special Needs Magazine. And like many of you, you know, I would love to have my daughter um, be able to work successfully. Unfortunately, the unemployment rate and the people with disabilities is approximately twice the national unemployment rate, um, which makes it, you know, really challenging to acquire the necessary job skills. But drum roll, please. Um, hey, we are fortunate to have Patrick Bardsley here too. Um, he's the co-founder and CEO of Spectrum Designs to share with us um, and talk about how he is making Spectrum Designs and the foundation work. So please help me in welcoming Patrick to the show. Patrick, welcome. Thank Hi. you for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you guys. So I want. So can you tell us, like, you know, how? Tell us about starting um, Spectrum Designs and what what was your driving or motivational force. Well, a couple of things, you know, I, I'm uh, originally from the United Kingdom. I came over to the United States as a summer camp counselor and uh, and met many parents. Um, I was working at special needs summer camp. And, you know, when the summer was ending, met many parents, uh, particularly mothers, uh, but, but both that were there was a recurring theme around what happens next and and, you know, what happens after high school and when the school bus stops coming and, you know, what happens when we get older and and one thing a parent said to me that just stuck with me and, you know, here I am this kind of self-centered, self-focused 18 year old, uh, you know, teenager and the parent said to me, you know, my wish is to to live one day longer than my child with special needs and that's just something that will live, stay with me forever because that's that's against the natural order of things, right? As parents, you know, you want to be able to pass on and for the next generation and um, and peacefully with with uh, you know with with that kind of independence in place. And so um, I thought there has to be an answer for this because that wish was based on their fear for the future for their child, and it was obviously about what was going to happen their their opportunity for employment or some kind of daily living that was safe, productive challenging um where they were happy um and also you know housing and and uh you know and social and friendship so i thought well if we could look at the employment piece the nine to five that would at least be a start and i got together with my two co-founders who were mothers of uh young adults at the time or teenagers at the time who are now adults uh on the spectrum and uh, you know mothers are trailblazers and and if something isn't out there that they that, that works for their child they go and create a new one or a new process or a new path. And that's what happened. Uh, the business was really born out of necessity, necessity being the mother of all invention, uh, because we we saw the really high unemployment rate and we said, okay, let's create a business that's going to employ across the autism spectrum and the developmental disability spectrum. Because a lot of companies in the recent years are doing a really good job of employing in science, technology, education, and math, and you know, big companies, um, but the profile they're employing isn't necessarily the majority of those on the autism spectrum. And so we wanted to create a company uh, with the ethos that was, you know, the mission was to employ this group all the way across um, different support needs levels. And obviously the most successful way we've done that is through 
Spectrum Designs, the customer apparel printing business, which does sort of t-shirts, pens, mugs, embroidery um, for big corporations. Um, but we also have Spectrum Suds, which is a custom, uh, not custom, sorry, a boutique laundry business, uh, same mission. And um, yeah, it's been a real dream. Uh, it's been incredible to be able to ease some of that pain for some families, you know, and that worry. Yes. And now we all want them everywhere. But okay. <laughs> so tell me, like, what, you know, what were some mistakes maybe that you made in the beginning, like that you've. Uh... Oh, so many mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> I could write a book about all the mistakes. Uh, you know, I think it took us a while to realize our value. Uh, you know, I think a lot of nonprofits that start and have this mission of employing people um, may feel that they are, you know, should kind of worry about or focus on the mission or being worthy of the crumbs from the table rather than the enterprise part of social enterprise, right? The social is very clear. Everyone knows the mission, but how are you creating a product or a service that, that people want and will pay for? Because if your goal is employment, you have to create something that people are going to sustain and buy and keep coming back for. So I think the mistakes early on were kind of like maybe a fear that it, that, it, that we weren't good enough or we weren't going to be able to compete um and of course there's a ton of other <laughs> smaller things but i think sort of more broadly it was getting over that hurdle and then helping customers and other people get over that hurdle of we're a real sustainable solution to your business or private needs if you have a sweet 16 or a bar about mitzvah or a company out and we're going to deliver on time we're going to deliver you a quality product that you're used to getting if not better and we're going to be able to do it at a competitive price and it, we had to get over that hurdle mentally um, as a startup and as a company with the mission that we had um, and then we proved it to our customers and how has working alongside neurodiverse um, individuals such as bradley and kelly and for those of the those of you that may not have seen it yet um, Bradley and Kelly are in our current issue. I love their interviews. So check that out. So anyways, but back to my question, how is working alongside, you know, neurodiverse individuals such as Bradley and Kelly impacted your life? Mm. Well, it, it's all I've known. Uh, my whole career, really adult career has been working alongside um, uh, those who are neurodiverse. And, and I, I can't imagine anything different. I, I no two days are the same. Uh, I've learned so much from different kinds of minds. Uh, I believe the world needs all kinds of minds to solve the biggest problems. We see that on a day-to-day. -day. We see miracles every single day, but we start, we take them for granted because um, of, of just being surrounded by it. Bradley and Kelly, I mean, Kelly's a great story because she worked um, she's worked in all three of our businesses. Um, we previously, you know, we have designs, we have suds, a laundry business, and we had Spectrum Bakes, which was a, a gourmet um, kind of commercial bakery. Uh, and she worked in all three. And now where she is now, she's our head of social media. And I believe it's some of the best content we've ever created. She's an incredible voice for the organization. It's, you know, I, I shy away from this word sometimes, but it's authentic in that she is someone who identifies as being actually autistic. And so having her voice and her perspective in our mouthpiece as our social media is incredible. And, and aside from that, she's incredibly talented. 
Uh, and so it wasn't just what felt like maybe the right thing to do, but from a business perspective, it's benefited us tremendously. And then Bradley is another great example. He's an incredible advocate. Um, he's one of our best um, referral salespeople out there. He's constantly talking about what we do, but he's also a problem solver. And and so he he works a lot in our embroidery department in Westchester, our other location. And he's come up with different solutions and different techniques to help the people he works alongside. And I think that's the message here, you know, is that when you work alongside and when you create an inclusive hiring company or a company that is embraces neurodiversity or other kinds of diversity, it benefits everyone, not just culturally, not just from an outside perspective about what people think, but the actual day-to-day operation of the business is 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 better because of the minds and the and the different perspectives we have um and and it's just that's been wonderful and and of course for me having a reason to get out of bed every day and and feeling empowered and excited about the work we're doing of course that matters um i just if i did anything else in my career i don't see how i could i don't know if i could work in another environment i think i'm i think i'm set now i'm gonna have to if i went somewhere else i'd have to work in i'd have to implement some kind of neurodiverse hiring because i i think i would i would i wouldn't do well yeah, well, thank you. And I loved both uh, Kelly and um, Bradley's interview. And I was, I was um, as a parent, because I have a daughter that's 26, it was, um, it was so inspiring, like to see, you know, like Bradley, when he was talking about how he had to overcome certain challenges within himself, like anxiety driven with you guys switched him from this to that. And like, you know, and I thought, wow, that is they're so awesome, like that they get to experience that and work through it whereas in a lot of times in jobs like two weeks you know they get the training and then they're out so um any practical advice you can share with companies interested in embracing this neuro hiring neurodiverse people in their workforce start yesterday um this uh is you know an untapped dedicated hardworking, loyal group of people I, i i'm obviously making a generalization there but (laughs) <laughs> from my experience in the last 12 years of employing uh, folks who are being overlooked and underemployed at such high rates, I can tell you we didn't experience, you know, a great resignation at Spectrum Designs. We didn't experience, um, you know, long waiting, uh, you know, an inability to hire people in low retention rates. We've had people who celebrating 10 year anniversaries. There's three people this month who are celebrating 10 year anniversaries. And that's what you want as a company owner. So putting aside the mission and and what we're doing and our founding story, any business I believe can benefit from opening uh, their doors to different groups of people, but particularly obviously the disabled community. Um, It's actually the largest minority group uh, on the planet. It's about 15% of the planet have some form of disability, not always the loudest voice, Um, And it's also the only group that anyone can enter at any time. And so I I really believe that we have to probably destigmatize a lot of that. Uh, So that's sort of, again, more zoomed out advice. More practically, I think it has to begin with management, you know, the hiring group, the HR professionals. That's where the rubber meets the road. They have to be invested the managers and the support mechanisms have to be in place. And I'm not talking about complicated things. I'm talking about buy-in. I'm talking about, hey, let's let's include this group as as our review of candidates. Um, And then when interviewing, of course, there are many things you can do differently that I think are just more advanced in terms of hiring. So we've moved away from a 
traditional interview, you know, face to face across a table or even across a camera um, to a more practical assessment of skills. You wouldn't assess someone who was an artist or a graphic designer or a photographer based on their ability to tell you how good they are at taking pictures. You would ask to see. And I believe that needs to be the approach with much a much broader range of interview assessment and skills that will level the playing field because you know as we know one of the diagnostic criteria of autism uh, or development disability is a delay in social um, skills and interaction and so if you're then assessing someone on that you're probably missing a whole other area of skills because all you're doing is saying well you know tell me your goals and where you want to be in five years time and your hobbies and what makes you you know all of these things aren't really uh relevant to a lot of jobs um yet that's just what we've always done and and i think that's the way we always did it is the enemy of progress and so uh for me you know interview process management skills get the buy-in um you know start start with one uh i think is really important as well uh and then see how well it goes and and finally you know, there's so much support out there that businesses and, and corporations don't know about. You know, there are there are human service agencies, there are state programs that assist with those first few weeks or months of employment and ongoing if needed, where, you know, at no cost to the employer or company, you can get that support, be it through a job coach, be it through, you know, social support, be it through sometimes wage uh, compensation for a period of time to help with that if there's a longer training period. So there's so much out there and that can kind of be a little big and scary, but working with a good partner agency, we work with an agency called the Nicholas Center here in Long Island, New York and in Westchester, New York. And they um, they help us with a lot of that stuff. They also help us bring in a pool of talent because they're there to provide that the, the more vocational service whereas it allows us to focus on employment. So those agencies exist all over the country and um, it's their job to uh, help place people who uh, otherwise haven't been placed. So they are really a useful a asset as well. Yeah, that was awesome about changing the way we interview people because you're right, you know, let's see what you can do. That's that's a great um, thing. Can, um, do you have any other things you would like to share or an example of how thinking through things differently has really helped spell spectrum designs yeah there's a great story that I, I love to share um and i think stories illustrate things a lot better than sometimes you know me talking <laughs> um it was it was a couple of years ago now but i'll never forget it we were up against uh, a really tight production deadline we had you know a thousand shirts to print and and we were going as fast as we could on our big machines it was the middle of the summer we had about a thousand left and the ups truck was coming in you know two hours and so we're going at kind of five, 600 shirts an hour. They're spinning around. When they come off the machine, they go down this conveyor belt tunnel, uh, which dries the ink on the shirt. So it's very hot. And the shirts spend about 30 seconds underneath the tunnel and they keep moving, almost like a toaster in a, when you stay in a hotel, they keep going through. It's a similar thing. And so, you know, it, it's a very hot day outside. Everything's running. We're all panicking. The UPS truck, you know, is coming in soon. And all of a sudden the power cuts out and everything stops. And we're like, oh no, what are we going to do now, right? So I'm calling the super of the building, trying to figure out what's going on, checking, you know, the if there's any electrical outage. Someone else is kind of, uh, you know, looking around, looking at the panel, the electrical panel. Someone else is kind of like thinking, how can we delay UPS? The only person that thought about the most important thing at the time was one of our neurodivergent employees. They realized that about 10 or 15 shirts had just stopped underneath the heat on that conveyor belt in the middle of that very hot dryer, which didn't stop losing it. It didn't lose its heat instantly. And we're about to catch fire. 
They manually cranked the conveyor belt so that the shirts came out. They came flying out, saved them, literally singeing. And two minutes later, the power came back on, things started and we made our delivery and everything else. The point of that story for me is that I was doing the wrong thing. The other person, you know, our manager was doing the wrong thing, looking at the panel. The most urgent thing to do at that moment was to be concerned about those shirts underneath that dryer that were going to be ruined if we weren't careful. And so I think that's, a, to me, a, a really good example of different kinds of minds, because we tend to get programmed as, you know, neurotypical people that we always know the right thing to do in that very moment or that we always make the right decision. And very often we don't. Uh, and that's just such a, for me, I'll never forget that visual and that that moment. Um, and uh, yeah, there are so many more stories like that, but that one is uh, <laughs> it's a favorite. Oh my gosh, that is a great story. Well, thank you. Well, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing and um, and, and to hear, you know, since I was able to hear uh, Kelly Ann Bradley and to see the what I, because I know my own daughter and I've seen other people and obviously in this business, but um, to see the change in them and how like Bradley was, you know, very outspoken and, you know, Kelly's too. I just think it's awesome that they, that you've provided this opportunity and that you're growing and that now we're sharing more about it. So maybe more companies will start doing it or start creating these things. So Thank you so much for being with us and sharing. Is there anything else before we uh, sign off that you wanted to share about? Just wanted to thank you, Shante, and 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 your readers and and everyone at you know Parenting Special Needs Magazine for giving me, but also in particular Bradley and and Kelly a voice and a platform that's you know so important to us. We're big proponents of nothing about us without us, and uh, I was really proud and 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 happy that they were given that spotlight. So thank you to to you all and and all of your readers and viewers. Thank you. All right. Well, um, thank you all for being with us today. And in case no one has told you, you are doing a great job. Be good to you. And we'll talk to you soon.